0: Welcome to the Make a Baby podcast. I'm Carolina Sotomayor, your your podcast host and Reiki womb healer. I believe that healing is not meant to be done alone, nor should it be. Over the past seven years, I have helped over 90 babies enter the world through the power of Reiki. We explore stories of fertility, pregnancy, and postpartum healing with a sprinkle of spirituality. We also dive into taboo topics, including trauma and pregnancy loss. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to the BB podcast. I'm Caroline Sotomayor, your podcast host and Reiki womb healer. Today we're talking about the five best crystals that will boost your fertility with Cassandra
1: Boring. Cassandra, how are you? I'm good. I am very happy to be here. Um, it's a topic that I've recently been super excited about, so I'm honored to be able to speak about it.
0: Where are you in the world? I love to ask this to all of our guests. Like, where are you located? Are you in the U.S.? Are you stateside? Are you overseas? Where are you?
1: So I'm in the United States. I am in a little town that I say is the middle of the middle of nowhere. We're in Medina, New York, along the Erie Canal. Yeah. Oh, well, wow. We're right between Rochester and Buffalo. So we're really okay. in the middle. More cows than people. I like it that way. Oh, it sounds
0: like Nebraska. I live in Omaha, Nebraska, and there's a lot more cows than there are people. Oh, Omaha mm-hmm. is the largest city in the whole state, and there's like a million people in the whole metro. So, like, yeah. So the thing is is that I what I'm super excited is the energy is I don't think I've interviewed another Reiki master maybe one other time on the podcast. So I'm super, like, I feel like we're vibing. We're like, I love that so much. So can you give me a little bit of history as to like, how, um, who do you work with normally? And like, tell me a little bit about like, how did you get into crystals and like the expertise and the interest?
1: in Michigan and she had this dead end dirt road. And I used to take a toothbrush outside and pretend I was like an excavator. My mom's like, that's a stick. I'm like, no, it's not. It's a dinosaur bone and there's an amethyst over here. And she's like, that's a rock. <laughs> I'm like, no, this is an amethyst. And so it started mm-hmm. when I was young. But it really dove into a passion probably, I want to say, maybe 10 years ago. I'm dying right now. I was going through a really rough time in my life. And uh, when I was 17, my dad had passed away in front of me. And I was like, well, there was my my big, I don't know what to do with my life anymore. And I wanted to help people. And I wanted to go to med school and two kids and full-time job labor. That that didn't really work out. So I was like, I don't know. Maybe I'm not meant to help people. But I really felt that pull. And I just didn't know where to go. And then this crystals came into my life. And I was like, oh, this is a way to help people. And I went from crystals to Reiki and incorporating them into Reiki. It, it's just phenomenal watching the power that the earth provides for us right here in this, this form of crystalline structures is amazing. I love that so much. I
0: used to practice in person at a chiropractic office, and then now I'm strictly online. So I actually have found myself using less crystals, but there are still some that I find a great affinity with. Like I just cannot be without black tourmaline. And it sounds super basic, but they are the basic ones that I love so much. (laughs) I love selenite. I love black tourmaline. I love citrine. I love, it looks like blue glitter and I can't remember the name of it. It is that. And it's actually on my son's nightstand. So like we fight over it. And I love palm stones which are like the size of your palms I'm such a I don't know I just have certain things like I want to hold on to them I like I want to I don't I like tumbled stones for for like grids and things like that but I love I have this large collection of palm stones that when I used to practice in person people really grasped like and love to hold on like something that would fill their hand and so a lot of my stones in my collection are of that size and I it there is something so affectionate about (laughs) I know that sounds so weird, but well it's not weird. We talk about babies and uteruses and dead people in here, so it's fine. But like there is I have such a deep connection with certain stones that I just reach for regularly. So I know you probably have that you can relate to that. But so like I do have many crystals, but there are probably the same seven that I reach for all of the time.
1: Yeah, that happens a lot. Actually, I'll have We'll get new stones in and, and customers are like, what are the properties of this one? I'm like, oh, well, I don't use that one very much. And I don't remember all of them." thing. I'm just human. Mm-hmm. I'm. Yeah, I was like, I'm not like but I may claim Jesus. that I'm like a crystal expert, but it doesn't mean that I know everything. And I tell people all the time, <laughs> if somebody's telling you they know every single thing about every this one specific every detail, they're probably lying. So I'm like. You should run. Yep. Yeah. No, I feel like if
0: somebody tells you about any subject matter, I'm I'm all knowing, then you should just walk the other way. And that's
1: a red flag. Red flag, go the other way.
0: (laughs) So what are the five best crystals for boosting your fertility in your experience and your expertise, your opinion? What are those five?
1: Okay. So my first go-to would be carnelian right away. Carnelian recently was really popular on TikTok. They're like, oh, was. if you bring carnelian, then everybody <laughs> will really attracted to you. And it, it that's not necessarily what happened. What it did is carnelian boosted your confidence. And if you're more confident, you're more attractive to other people. So that's yeah. how that actually worked. But it's really great for confidence, but it's also a great sacral chakra stone. So it could sure. help with regulating cycles. It could help boosting libido and getting you more in the mood. So the more in mood you are, especially if you've been trying for quite a while, it can be really frustrating and you can be like, I just, I'm done. I don't want to try this anymore. I'm done. It becomes a chore trying right. to do it all the time. So that can help with that. My second one would be Moonstone. Moonstone is also known as the mother stone. It's really great for PMS symptoms. Do you have Moonstone? I do. It's, I'm looking
0: at it. It's on a chain and it's all knotted up. Yep. But like my husband got me a Moonstone pendant. So yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a fantastic stone. It can help you find balance too. And it's really good for new beginnings, which is great for that mother energy that you're trying to fill your womb with. Um, next would be, it's kind of basic, but Rose Quartz. Rose Quartz is one of the ones you either love or you hate. And I was never super fond of rose quartz, but it is beneficial in certain scenarios. I personally prefer like an unakite instead. But in this scenario, rose quartz will help promote that inner peace and process and which can help you to remain compassionate and forgiving, reminding you that it's not your fault, that it's nobody's fault that this isn't happening because a lot of self-blame happens when you're in the process of trying to create a baby if you're having fertility issues. Next is something that a lot of people wouldn't think of would be green adventuring. And people are like, oh, prosperity. Yeah. Green adventuring is actually great for fertility Ooh, and prosperity. So that. it helps promote reproductive health in general. Adventurings in general are really, really great for health issues, but it's great for luck and harmony as well. So bringing that luck into the mix of trying to have a baby is a huge boost. And then there's a whole bunch that I could choose from. Like I have a bunch of little mentions, but um, clear quartz would probably be my next guess or my next suggestion because you can infuse it with your personal energy. So when we make tumble sets for people, we look at their energy field and pick for them specifically but we yep. can't always do that. So if you're trying to have just a few clear quartz is known as the master healer, it can bring clarity of mind. It can help remove blockages that are within your energetic system. So I would definitely say probably a, a clear quartz because then you can infuse it with your intention and it's personal to you and not just something which a lot of people forget that fertility is a journey that's different for each person. It's not going to be the same and so I would be shocked if everybody's like, "Yep, are these crystals exactly for every single person." It just doesn't work that way.
0: No, there's not a one-size-fits-all when it comes to fertility, whether it's nope. hormones, Reiki healing, crystals, no, that doesn't apply. So that's yep. like
1: because our bodies and our energy fields are all different in individuals, so we all need different treatments.
0: Our life experiences yep. have been unique.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yep. I have
0: found that This is what I like to say. This is my preference. This is my preface of saying is crystals, Reiki, sage, whatever tool that you're going to use is not, it can be an aid, but it is you that is the most powerful thing in this whole process of healing. The whole intention, no matter what tool, whether it's Reiki, Reiki with crystals, if you use or an herbalist or a massage, whatever it is that's your modality that you're working with, understand that the power is you and your openness to release and let go of what needs to be healed and your readiness to be healed. All of that attitude and feeling and sensing within your body is where the magic happens. The crystal is a helper and this could help you move through that to release so you have the breakthrough, so your womb is open, so you can conceive, your vibration increases. And I think that that's like people think they're going to get a bag of crystals and they're like, oh, poof. It's, it can be magic for some people, but really the magic is in either the conversations, in the inner work that they're doing. It's a tool to help you get to where you need to go. Do you agree?
1: Yeah, I absolutely agree. There's and not even just with you can move through these right. difficulties. You it might be like, for example, <laughs> if you have a, and that right, that's helping you move through that. They're just that's supports. The and I tell that people it's a supplemental tool where you are the real power behind it. And that's been but it's ultimately you that has the power and you are the one making this decision, exactly. and this choice. And you have to be open to all possibilities.
0: I agree. And, okay, so this is something I actually just don't know a lot about, but I had seen, like, if you wear, like, so crystals are not just ones you hold. Those are typically the ones I think people are most familiar with, like tumble stones. You can wear crystals. You can carry crystals. You can put them in your bra, your pocket, in your bag. You can get bracelets. You can get pendants. You can get earrings. And no matter what crystal and how you're carrying it, It can be purposed and intentionalized. Like you can give the crystal a purpose. So there is a variety of ways that I would encourage listeners to explore. You know, I got a pendant and I was like, oh, this is beautiful. I can wear this too. So with that and they're exploring that, can you explain, I had seen like if you wear a certain type of crystal on the left hand or a crystal on the right hand um. what does that mean? And what does that bring in? Can you explain that further?
1: Yeah. So that's a super popular thing. A lot of people are like, well, what wrist do I wear this bracelet yeah, on? Is and, that important? And for some people, which is kind of strange for me, but everybody's unique. So I feel more with my left hand, but I'm right hand dominant. So if I feel more with my left hand, I'm pulling in with my left hand. So if I'm like wearing a prosperity bracelet or let's say I want to do the fertility bracelet and I wear carnelian on my left hand, and then maybe I wear a quartz on my right because I want it to cleanse anything as it's moving out. So then the energy would come in one side and out the other. Similar to some Reiki professionals would say that you have an energy field where you're going out one side and in the other, where others say it's more of a toroidal flow. For me, I don't see a preference in what side you wear it on, but for some people, their system works better that way. So it's really how they conceptualize their energy field and how they feel comfortable. I've had a lot of people who they would come in and they're like, I have to wear it on this wrist. This is what I read in a book. I have to wear it on this wrist, but it just doesn't feel right and it like messes her. I'm like, listen... Take it with a grain of salt. Everything you read or somebody teaches you is their own experience. So use your experience to alter that and do what's best for you, not what's best for somebody else. So, yeah, there's a lot of misconception that you have to wear it at a certain placement. (laughs) And that's it varies person to person. For some people, they really need that structure to see this is what's coming in and this is what's going out. But for others, it doesn't matter. I find
0: people who cling to that kind of information, whether it's like the Crystal Bible or, you know, really they're new to spirituality and they have not adopted like they're easing they're ascending into finding their own rhythm placement beliefs around what they are doing and believing within spirituality. So I find that like the people who are hard fast on beliefs like that that they've read or picked up from somewhere or they saw in a video, it's because they are new to their journey and they haven't figured like they have, they haven't had enough experience or they're not as far as long enough to be self-aware. Like you said, this may be counterintuitive, but I pull in with my left, which is, but you're right hand dominant. So that's just being self-aware and getting to know yourself of this version and this arena and this realm. And I just think that they, this, it just takes time. Awareness though.
1: Yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, that happens a lot. We have people come in and they have this list. And they're like, okay. I was so I'm new. I'm like, ago. okay. <laughs> and they're like, I have this list. I need a crystal wand made out of this. I need this. I'm like, listen, this is counterproductive because I own a business that I'm trying to sell you stuff. I was like, however, you don't need some big expensive crystal wand. I hardly carry them because carry a wand anymore. you don't need I'm it. A cellulite wand and I tell people I'm like, cords. I do have those because I use my yeah. for cutting quartz, too. And I do have a, a quartz blade with some rutile in it that I use in my shamanic. Girl, sessions. what? But I tell people. Yeah, me? yeah, it's I a, it's that a quartz. Like... <laughs> I think I have a lapis and a rose quartz left in the store, but I it's actually it a blade shaped li- out of quartz. I will. And it's got mine has silver rutile through it. And I'm like, yep, this is what I need. I need this to... is what I
0: use. I need this. I need this. I haven't. <laughs> That's, this is so fun. Are you having the best time?
1: <laughs> yes. I love whenever I get to talk crystals, energy, Reiki, like that's my happy place. That's where I thrive. And especially when it comes to helping people out, because like those people who come in and I tell them, go, go in the woods, say, listen, I'm looking for this. Give me a sign or something. And you'll look down. I bet you you'll find the perfect stick for a wand or whatever else you're going to use. Down. Because is yes, rewind. I would love to sell it to you, but. I'm like, pay attention to the world around you because you don't need to go and spend thousands of dollars on these expensive things. It's just, you don't need to. I always say
0: for women who are becoming moms or who are moms, let your kids bring the sticks inside the house. I had, we lived in an apartment. So apartments have like, you know, they tend to have like small stones or like around the flower beds or whatever. We had so many yeah. stones and he would line them up on the window seal so young. and sticks and it was a collection but he placed them so meticulously on the window seal and he's like mama i was like this is so beautiful and like it was his way of grounding like it was like so little ways of things like that he has his own crystals collection and sometimes when when i need stuff i take him with me to the metaphysical store And we've been going to the same one. Actually, it's run by the same psychic who told me I needed to get Reiki, and that's how I got pregnant with Ollie. I have one kid. So one and done. And he picks out the best stones, best crystals. And he's like, you know, for people who are not quite spiritual, but are open to the things that I do because I'm very atypical in my husband's family and my mom's family, my dad's family. They're very Catholic. So, like, again, very atypical. We have gotten, I've taken my son to the crystal store and he's picked out the most impactful crystal figurines that, you know, he loves skulls. I don't. For some reason, skulls would freak me out. But he's gotten these little angels and he gave one. He let my mom hold it and he goes, This is for you. And then he took it back and then secretly he put it in her purse. We forgot about this. She found it months later in like this little pocket, like one of these like little tiny pockets. And she called me crying. She goes, I had the worst day. And I found the angel crystal that Ollie got for me. And I was like, oh man, I forgot about that. And it's just like the, and she held it and she goes, I instantly felt so at peace and I had the worst day. And it's just like, so it's not just like the crystal that can be impactful. It's your energy also with the crystal, if you're giving it to someone else that also says like, that was sent with a lot of love. That was sent with a lot of affection. Also, so like if you are getting crystals from somewhere else, make sure you're you're like paying attention to how you feel. You might need to cleanse that crystal. And not every crystal can go in water. I think that's really well known. Like some crystals, if they're in water, they can release heavy metals. So be careful, especially if you're trying to conceive, do your research on like what you can do with crystals, cleanse them appropriately. Do you have any additions you want to add to that?
1: I always recommend people, even though we cleanse here, and I I always give everything Reiki, and I, I'm like, take it home and make it your own. Cleanse it and put your energy into it. I know firsthand right. about the energy of getting crystals. I've actually tested a new supplier once, and I was like, oh, we'll see how this goes. And I got the crystals in, and immediately I'm like, no, nope. I don't know i'll never buy from them again i was like i don't know what this is but i don't like it it's just like this oozy i'm like nope nope clean that off we'll you know cleanse those and yeah there are crystals that cannot go in water like malachite can release toxic fumes if raw malachite is put in water so that's a no-no selenite you don't want to drink the water but you can put selenite in water i have no, I have will not dissolve. That's this huge myth that's dissolved. in this spiritual world. Everybody's like, don't get it wet. Don't get it wet. I'm like, really? One, d- I have a selenite stick that's been in water for three years, and it's still there. <laughs> yep. Girl,
0: you just yes. blew my mind.
1: Yes, that's why. And like selenite slivers, not fun. I've had those. Not fun.
0: <laughs> it does break, though. I, br- I dropped my wand, one of my wands, and it had shards. And I was like, I guess... An- it's hard. So is there any advice that you would give for anyone that's trying to conceive since you have like you self-proclaimed fertile myrtle that is not crystal related? <laughs> Cause I think we gave everyone so much wisdom with the crystals. Is there any advice that yeah. you would give a, a woman who wants to be a mom so badly? What's some advice you would give to her on her healing journey and on her pursuit to get pregnant?
1: My biggest piece of advice would be be graceful with yourself. Allow yourself the time to heal because I know it's a way over said topic, but it'll it'll happen when it's supposed to happen. And I fully believe all of that. I believe that everything's meant to happen. We sign up for these 100%. lives before we come here. We pick these challenges because we're ready for them. So a lot of times I tell people, maybe there's just something more you need to heal from, or maybe it's just not the right time. And I've had somebody who was trying to get pregnant and she was desperate and she was doing IVF and it just wasn't happening. We had done Reiki and it still wasn't happening. And she ended up getting divorced from her husband. And I'm like, ah, that's why I'm like, are
0: you sure this is the guy you want to have babies with? And like, that's the message I get from the baby themselves. And they're like, they're like, and then three months later, they're like, I'm ready to, I'm with somebody.
1: And I tell people, I'm a prime example of that. I am super fertile, but my kids actually have different dads. When I was in high college, my freshman year, I got pregnant. My children like this. So I love that one. And then I'm with my now husband who is like my teenage sweetheart and we're happy. And I have a now nine month old and now everything's like, it just, It feels where it's supposed to be. But I'm one of those people who I'm like, I've been through that stuff. I've been through where I'm like, no, it'll get better. It'll get better. It'll get better. He'll change. They don't. (laughs) And not always, but be graceful with yourself. Yeah. That was your story. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you so much for being here. How can people find you? How can they work with you? How can they buy the fertility crystals that you were talking about earlier?
1: best place to find us. That's where I'm most active. And if you have any questions, message us. I'll answer as soon as I can. And we're usually posting things all the time. And that's probably the best place.
0: Perfect. We'll link everything in the show notes. I appreciate you for being here. Until next time, our listeners, let the Ricky flow. Frustrated being told you are fine by your doctor, exhausted from negative pregnancy tests every month, wanting a deeper connection on your fertility journey with your spirit baby? The Make a Baby membership is exactly what you need. Using Ricky will help you connect to your spirit baby, heal the trapped emotions blocking fertility, and support you in our life changing community. With over 90 Reiki babies, we invite you to try the Make a Baby membership for free. Check it out in the show notes. Let's get you pregnant.